You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network brought to you by Interstate Batteries. Now, if you haven't had the opportunity to stop into your local Interstate Batteries retail store and talk with a battery specialist, you need to do that because these guys are very knowledgeable about every kind of battery, hence the name Interstate Batteries. From your truck to your trail camera to your rangefinder, any battery that you need, these guys can help you find Even if it's a specific, unique, one-off battery, these guys can help you find what you need. If you want to find out more information on Interstate Batteries, about their brand, about their history, about the company in general, and all the batteries they offer, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Ohio Huntsman Podcast, and This week is about gun season, so I think we recorded this Tuesday evening of gun season. We were down at the cabin, and uh, so the audio will probably sound a little different than our than our normal audio. We were we were sitting in Jacob's truck uh, recording. So as I'm sure most of you are aware, if if you hunted, I think most of the state the weather Monday Tuesday was pretty crummy. So we talk about how that impacted our our hunt down there and you know how it how it changed things for us and then we actually ended up doing sort of a part 2 that you know where we covered the second half of gun season and and hunting closer to home and uh you know smaller private parcels so stay tuned for that but before we get into that, I want to talk about our sponsor, Mastin's Deer Sense. So Mastin's is a as a deer scent company, as the name implies, and we've had really good luck with their stuff. You know, I, I'm sort of inclined to think deer scent is deer scent, but I, honestly, we've had better luck with Mastin's stuff than we've had with anything else we've tried. So. I know they collect their scent on stainless steel, so it doesn't result in any off flavors. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people collect on concrete, and you know, I'll know concrete can be porous, and you know, I'm sure you can get some weird things in there that maybe the deer are picking up on. Mastin's works for us, so if you want to try deer scent as a tool, either to get deer in front of your stand or to get deer in front of your camera, go to mastinsdeersense.com, or you can just go to ohiohuntsman.com sponsors and find a link to their website there. You can browse their site, order right on their site, and they ship it to your house. With that, let's get into the conversation about gun season. Welcome to the Ohio Huntsman Podcast, where three brothers, Jason, Jacob, and Jeff, discuss all things hunting in Ohio. Our goal is to be your source for accurate and reliable hunting news and conservation issues in the great state of Ohio, as well as some fun and interesting conversations along the way. This is the Ohio Huntsman Podcast. Are you listening? All right, so gun season 2020. It's Tuesday evening of gun season, and any of you that hunted know that these first two days have been, <clears throat> I don't even know, I don't special, know. Yeah. screwed up. 
It's been some of the worst weather, I think, that we've had. Just, we'll get into it more, but just strange weather. Yeah, just like, I mean, rained all day Monday. And then we, you know, we knew it was going to turn to snow. And we all thought, oh, great, that's way better than the rain. But the snow, at least down here in southern Ohio, it... uh, it was like a wet, heavy snow and hung on everything and made it almost impossible to see through the woods. I mean, most of it's like, I mean, we've been joking like 10 feet, but that's reality. If you're in any kind of thick stuff, you can't see. Yeah. Yeah. So Monday, nothing much happened, honestly. I mean, we... I passed on a small four-point. I just <laughs> maybe regretting it now, but um, you know, didn't at the time didn't want to use my buck tag on a four-point. But um, yeah. I had a buck come by before daylight. You know, came real close, grunting, but that was the only deer I saw yesterday. Yeah. And so we hunted the morning till. I don't know. Tw- what time did I? Twelve o'clock? One o'clock? Twelve o'clock? I don't know what time 12, I got back to the twelve thirty. Yeah. Afternoon, and then because of the rain, and that's the other thing is like they're just the hunter numbers. Maybe because of the weather, uh, I don't know. But like, Jeff, what did you say? It was like forty-five minutes into legal shooting light yeah. or something before On you heard. Public land before I heard the first shot. Yeah. On opening day, which was just like usually you're like, woo, that was uh, questionably right. <laughs> legal <Right>. light. <laughs> right. But yeah, it was. I mean, the shots have just been way, way down. Yeah. Like, today, I think we heard a few more than yesterday, but yesterday for opening day, I mean, all day we might have heard 10 shots. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. And that's, I mean, that's not even people close to us. That's 10 shots total echoing through the hollows. Yeah. So that's... Yeah, really, the only time the shots seem to kind of pick up is that, you know, last half hour of light. Yeah. You know, then you can start to hear some shots, but the rest of the day, guns aren't going off. I mean, nowhere around. Yeah. And I guess the the other thing to note uh, from <clears throat> from Monday was I did get a shot. We start after lunch. After you know we we came back. Typically we you know hunt stands opening day and then start doing drives you know through the rest of the week. But just because of the conditions and nobody was out moving deer around, we decided to start doing drives Monday evening. And so I did get a shot at one. Um, but, you know, I don't know, I probably could have hit it, but I, I missed, I, I gave it a little haircut. Um, wow. Come to find out your gun wasn't shooting. Yeah. Pointed it. <laughs> yeah. So that might've also contributed. <laughs> yeah. It was, you know, like we said, it was raining, so. It was a long way. I just had a small little window. Scope had rain in it. 
those are all my and like Jake said, we found out today that my my gun was a a little off, so I guess those are all my excuses. <laughs> so yeah, Tuesday we you know, today we started doing drives first thing in the morning. And the very first drive, I was a stander and that drive is or at least that stand location is tough in normal conditions just because there's a lot of small set like understory trees, saplings, thumb-sized, you know, stuff that makes it hard to see deer. I walked up in there today and it, you know, it no joke was like 10 feet. I had a 10-foot ring around me that I could see to shoot. I had one little window I could shoot across the hollow, but that was it. And uh, that was kind of the story of the day. I mean, yeah. Dad keeps grumbling, this is the, the most screwed up weather, you know, walking through the woods, getting snow down the, you know, the back of your jacket, falling down the hill. I think we all have fallen down the hill, you know, slipped and fell multiple times today. Hmm. Everything's just wet, snow-covered, slick. Dangerous from things being slick and dangerous from the snow cover on the branches makes it so you really can't see. Yeah. I mean, so it's dangerous because you can't see the other hunters. Even in blaze orange, Yeah. you know, there is nothing to see. You can't see past all the snow. Yeah. I mean, I had Jacob and our buddy Dan within 20 yards of me talking to each other, and I couldn't see them. I, yeah. You know, I mean, they <clears throat> were right right next to me. You know, I'm s- sitting in the woods hunting, and they start talking, and they're right on top of me, and I never never saw them. Yeah. I, uh, same thing. Dad and I were walking up a, a gas line cut that's pretty brushy and grown up, but I got up to the top and turned around, and Dad's gone. You know, I thought, oh, geez, I left him way, you know, I don't know, maybe he stopped, or I don't know, you know, hopefully he didn't fall down and I, or something. And then a few seconds, he took a few more steps and got out around that, you know, brush and bush or whatever he was behind. And, yeah, I commented to him at, at that time, thinking, man, this is screwy, because... You, you're right there, and I couldn't see you. So, I guess in that regard, it might be good that we haven't heard a lot of shooting, because, I mean, it could be dangerous. Yeah. But, yeah, we did drives today. Um, didn't, well, we saw some deer. Didn't get a ton of shots. I um, should have had two. I was I was a stander and was walking up into where I was going to stand in this uh, uh, power line cut and walked up over this little rise in the in the hill there and there was a deer walking away from me and so I. You know, threw the gun up, put the crosshairs on, pulled the trigger. The deer just kind of trots off. 
It stops. I shoot at it again. Nothing. I shoot at it a third time. Nothing. And the deer sort of trots out of my life. And I'm thinking, I think you you came back out and asked. Yeah, because we were walking in to stand and, you know, you shot three times. And it's like, what's going on, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I turned around to you like, I don't know what happened. She just, <laughs> she just walked off. <clears throat> so that deer was gone. And I don't know, it wasn't but a few minutes later. It might have been 10 minutes maybe. I looked to my right and out had popped another deer. Not, not from the drive. They were just down in this thick brushy stuff between the power line cut in the road and um same thing that deer pops out i shoot the first time it just kind of trots off stops and turns and looks back at me shoot it again and it went down that time but uh when we finally walked over to that deer the shot was pretty high and i'm thinking there is something going on with my gun. Like, I don't know. So we got that deer back to the cabin, got it taken care of. And then I put a target out in the yard here and pulled the trigger. And it was three, four inches high at 45 yards or something. I think Dan was saying that's about 45 yards, 45, 50 yards, let's say. So I came Adjusted my scope down, what did I say, 16 clicks or something to, yeah, to bring it down. down two so, inches, yeah, 50. So, I haven't had a chance to redeem myself, but I guess the big, the big thing, the big talking point is just the conditions, man. The conditions have been, you know, I was telling these guys, like, normally I welcome snow, but this snow has been screwy. Yeah, I was excited for the snow because, you know, you're going to be able to see the deer. Right. You know, a brown deer sticks out real good against white, but if it's sticking to the trees, so you can't see through the woods. Yeah, like at all. <clears throat> need to pause here briefly to talk about our sponsor, Monster Whitetail Grub. So Monster Whitetail Grub is a deer feed company, and they've got anything you need for deer feed or supplementation so they've got their signature monster whitetail grub feed which is a is a it's more of a coarse feed you can get all different kind of flavor additives in you can get like whole peanuts added into it or lots of different flavors they've also got flavored corn which is really nice it sort of turns just standard corn into more of a long range attractant and then they've also got straight mineral so lots of options to choose from Go to ohiohuntsman.com slash sponsors and you can get in touch with them and try some of their stuff. And I think we, this last drive especially, sort of affirmed, because the other thing we've noticed is with the snow on everything, it muffles the sound and like everything's wet so you don't have like dry, brittle sticks. So you, you don't make a lot of noise coming through the woods. Right. And so I think with the low visibility and the low noise, the deer can just lay there and let you walk by. They're, they don't feel 
pressured or in danger because, Jake, you basically yeah. stepped on I one. I basically stepped, yeah, on this last drive we did. It was getting close to the end of the shooting light. So um, I was a driver, and before we started in on the drive, we basically acknowledged to each other, like, we're going to have to haul the mail through here because it's going to be getting dark and it's too dangerous. So we didn't take our time like we normally do on drives, kind of working our way down, trying not to really blow the deer out. We're trying to just bump them a little bit. But we were hauling down through the wheat, you know, trying to make noise, ripping through briars and knocking trees. And I basically had to all but step on this deer. It jumped out of the brush. I was walking down an old four-wheeler path, like an old fence line path. Uh, it came out of the brush up from my right, and it jumped out. It couldn't have been 15 feet in front of me. It scared me. I mean, it came out, and it was like right there, looking right at me. And then by the time I, you know, I pulled my gun up, but my scope was covered in snow. So. Yeah, because as a, I mean, usually our, when we do drives, our drivers <laughs> get shots. Yeah. But yeah. today, drivers, if you're walking through any kind of brush or overhanging limbs, like all that stuff falls down on you, falls down the back of your coat, falls into your scope, and you just can't keep your scope clean. Yeah, it's that wet, it's just, heavy, yeah. so it just packs right on your scope. Yeah. Even when you try to wipe it off, it's like a snowball in there. You can't get yeah. it out. And it... Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, basically, the drivers today, you don't even... Other than in that case, the drivers didn't even really need to carry a gun today. I mean, because you couldn't, you just couldn't see. Yeah. You couldn't use your gun. So, I don't know. I don't know. uh, I don't know what the weather looks like tomorrow. I don't know if it's more the same or. Well, and I don't know how the the rest of the state did. I, I think I saw the email from the ODNR on, or no. No, I haven't. I thought I had seen an email from the ODNR on uh, opening day harvest, but that was a that was something different. So, I mean, just solely basing off of what I saw on social media, it looks like Monday at least people struggled with the rain. Yeah. Um, whether that's because guys weren't hunting or what, but it seemed like there was a lot of from the you know what I saw the groups I'm a part of. It was a lot of anyone see anything today? Did anyone have any luck today? And it was a lot of people saying, nope, nope, nothing here in this county, nothing in that county. Yeah. Well, hopefully the second part of the week is a bit more productive. It seems like that's the story of every year gun season. Weather plays a role in, in, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, Outcomes, effectiveness, um, in the harvest numbers, right? It's like it rained Monday, Tuesday, or it, you know, this year, this is just, (laughs) I mean, I hate to keep harping on it, but it is just wild. I mean, it's pretty. It's, you know, to walk in the woods, it, it looks incredible, when you but, can find an open spot. Yeah. I mean, most of what you, you're, you can't see 10 feet. You know, but yeah, when you find an open spot, it looks nice. That's for sure. 
you get tangled up in briars that you didn't know were briars because they're complete, you know, they, they've got a coating of snow on them. So something you think is a stick is actually a briar bush or, you know, just some little shrub, but it's a briar bush. And... Yeah, and it's not that the deer numbers are down, you know, that's not why we're struggling because driving the roads, we're seeing more deer than we ever have. Yeah, standing in the fields and stuff and, yeah. So. And that one deer, or that one field had, what, nine deer standing in it? Something like that, yeah, eight, nine deer. Quite a few, yeah. I mean, these are just little hay fields. Right. So, that's kind of been our uh, first two days of season. Hopefully, hopefully the rest of you have have maybe had better luck. Or if not, hopefully you get into some better luck the second part of the week. I don't know. Is there anything else you guys think we need to mention or or want to mention? No. Stay safe out there. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll uh, shut it off. And like I said, hopefully you guys are having some success. And if not, hopefully the second half of the week, well, by the time you guys hear this, it'll gun season will be over but hopefully your second half of the week went better than uh monday tuesday did <laughs> did for us our right. our little uh i don't know sob story or or whatever whatever you want to call it but that uh that's it so thanks everybody all right so that's it for this week hopefully the first two days of gun season went better for you all than it did for us and like i mentioned in the in the beginning of this one there's going to be a follow-up to this sort of covers what happened in the second half of gun season so stay tuned stick around for that and yeah so a little bit of a shorter one here just kind of a quick uh storytelling episode hopefully you had a a good gun season a safe gun season and Hopefully you got some deer in the freezer. If not, still a lot of season left ahead of us. And uh, we'll keep you posted on on how the rest of the season goes for us. So with that, I'm going to shut it off here and let you all get back to whatever it is you're doing. So we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>